I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. Ah, no, the weekend period of time. The Mariner's Call with you at this time. Hey, by the way, do you listen to our little five-minute program during the week? Uh, You can call the station. Some of the stations that air our weekend program also air the five-minute program. You can call and find out the exact time. But uh, today, instead of the five minutes or this evening, tonight, whenever, uh, we've got all this some um, 14 plus minutes here with you. God bless you for being there. The book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 33, verse 23. And uh, we're going to sort of propose something here that has to do with you tightening up. You said, what do you mean? I'm going to say tighten up. You said, well, I need to loosen up. Well, Maybe sometime you can loosen up to where you can tighten up a little bit. Isaiah chapter 33, verse 23. By the way, if you ever like to contact us, you can do so. If you've got access to that old computer, it's just F-O-M-M. F-O-M-M. That stands for Fishers of Men Ministries. F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. And that'll bring you directly to us. You kind of, we sort of redoing uh, the old website from time to time so some of it may be crippled up or something you know but you'll you'll find some things that you're looking for leave us a note let us hear from you also you can write to us by snail mail the slow way and uh, here our address uh, the announcer sometimes will give you an address after our program and sometimes you have to call the station but we'd love to hear from you Isaiah chapter 33 I read verse 23 Israel now has suffered under severe Assyrian oppression. Oh, Sennacherib. Well, that's some name, isn't it? Oh, wicked king. Sennacherib, his invasions actually came in and tested the strength of Israel and found their strength as, verse 23, it says, thy tacklings are loosed. They could not well strengthen their mast. They could not spread the sail. Then is the prey of the great spoil divided, the lame take the prey. But he said, thy tacklings are loosed. How did Sennacherib find Israel as far as strength is concerned? They were like a ship that was out at sea. And all the tackling or the rigging of the ship was all loose. In other words, as far as their strength is concerned, their strength. Uh, they had no strength. Their tackling was loosed, you know. So we've talked about loose tackling before. Let's see if we can get a little bit of this again. What is loose tackling, loose rigging? The rigging on a boat, on a ship, is the deck side equipment that causes the boat to function. And there's all all kind of, we think about all kind of wires and all kinds of ropes, I guess. The best way I can illustrate this, you remember some of the old sailing ships? Remember the ropes that went from the bow to the mast, to the mast, to the other mast, to the stern, and then from the side of the mast down to the railing? All those ropes, all that is rigging. And Israel, if you describe her, 
She was like a ship where all that rigging was just flopping in the wind. And it needed to be tightened up. As far as her strength is concerned, she had no strength. She was like a ship with loose rigging. So we're going to make an analogy and a parallel at this particular time. Let's see if we can do something that you can grasp and understand. And I like doing it from a nautical point of view. We can say the ship, of course, is my life. My life is like a ship? Yes. Even for the ladies today. Let me give you ladies a nugget. In the book of Proverbs chapter 31, all that woman that was there, that was an honorable woman, in chapter 31 and verse 14, you know what she was, she was likening to? She was likening to a merchant ship. All that went off and gathered the things that was needed for the home, and that ship come back in the port and unloaded again. But she was like she was like a ship. Even the old tongue. James chapter 3 and verse 4 is like the rudder of a ship. So my life is like the ship. And it says, Thy tacklings are loose, they, loose, they could not well strengthen the mast, the mast of a ship. What is the mast in my life? That's Christ, the center of my life. Thinking about the top of most mast in the past, if you've seen a ship, there was a place up that my father had me to crawl every once in a while. He said, Get up in that cross tree. Yes, sir. Sir? He said, Change the light. And that bulb right there on the top up there. And I stood on what's called the cross tree. So we think about the mast, of course, is Christ in my life. Then all the tackling of the ship is that that holds it all together. We think about truths, the truths of the Word of God. In the New Testament, it's called Bible doctrine. Is it important? My friend, so important, the ship fall apart. Your life will fall apart without it, you know. It needs not only just to be there, but to be tight, to be tight with it. What are you talking about, Brother Mon? It says, thy tacklings are loosed. The rigging, all the ropes and the pulleys and the blocks, the turnbuckles, the stays, they're very useful and they must be tight, you know. And these represent, once again, the beliefs or the doctrines that support the cross or the mast in my life. These must be hell fast too. Jude put it this way. He said, you need to contend for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. The writer told young Timothy, 2 Timothy 1.13, he said, hold fast the form of sound words. Hold fast. Hebrews 10, hold fast the profession of your faith. Revelation chapter 2, verse 13, the church at Pergamos, he said, well, it was a compliment. And it says, thou holdest fast my name. What happens when you don't hold fast? Well, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18, 19, and 20 talks about Hymenaeus and Alexander and says concerning the faith they made shipwreck, they threw it away. What they were supposed to believe, which was like the strong rigging of the ship, they threw it away. It got loose, began to flop in the wind. That's where we are today. Not only are people not tightening, we think about, and I am saying from time to time, we need to tighten up that that we believe must be tight. You said, I don't know if I understand what you mean, Brother Mona. I'm talking about this. What part we think about as far as what we have in the New Testament, basic Bible truths. We think about, let's talk about salvation for a moment. You know, even most professing Christians are not even tight with the subject of salvation. I had someone tell me the other day, they said, Brother Mona, what if we're wrong? What if we're wrong? Have you entertained the thought that the Bible is wrong? Have you entertained the thought that Jesus was not the way of salvation? Concerning the way of salvation, I must be tight with that. So tight that I'd be willing to die for what I believe. 
my friend. This book, in fact, this book was preserved for us. You know, now I understand it had to do with the hand of God, but preserved by us, by many folk whom I sealed, <laughs> sealed it with their blood to the extent they was willing to risk their life, my friend, for the continuance and the truths of this book. How about you concerning the matter of salvation? I'm very dogmatic about this. Only in Jesus Christ. Someone said, Brother Mon, Jesus is just one of many ways to go to heaven. There are all the other religions. They're trying to get to the same place. Yeah. Uh, and as they try, they will all fail. My friend, I am trusting in a work that has already been done. When Jesus died on the cross, isn't it so simple? When he died, he said, it's finished. As far as the atonement is concerned, the blood atonement. Oh, the blood of bulls and goats. We think about that that took place in the Old Testament. It couldn't take away sin. You had remission of sin, but not redemption. Oh, there's power in the blood. And it so powerful it changed my life. When I trusted Christ to be my Savior, my friend, changed my wicked life, took me off of an old boat, put me in this book. And as far as salvation is concerned, we need to be tight with that. He said, I don't know if I know what you're talking about. Tight as far as the rigging of the ship. It needs to be kept tight. Well, my father, many times when we'd go out into the ocean, he'd say, Wayne, get back on the back there. Yes, sir. He said, you tighten up everything back there. Yes, sir. And go around all those pin rails, all those turnbuckles, and to see everything. We'll begin to get into that sea. Sometimes a four, five, six, eight-foot sea. Just twist that boat back and forth. And if anything was loose, my friend, all begin to chafe some of the rope and some problems that had to get it tight. So sometimes the ropes around some of those old pin rails would pull it tighter and tighter. And he'd say, tighter, tighter, yes, sir, tighter, and get it so tight and wrap that rope around that pin rail and that clove hitch on the top. On the top. We had to keep it tight or else things would break and bust. Things in your life, the truths of the Word of God. We think about not only salvation but security. I'm secure in Christ. My friend, Jesus doesn't save me, and the rest of it depends upon me. My salvation is in Christ. My security is in Christ. My sanctification, separation, it's all in Christ, all about Christ. That has to be strong, you know. You know what I'm talking about. We think about the strength of the old ship. But at times, has to do with its rigging. I think about the practical side of this. You know, there's some rigging that needs to be tightened in my life as far as maybe we think about the local church. I want my church ropes tight. <laughs> Attendance, I want that tight. My investment in that church, I want that to be tight. You know what I'm talking about? It's all we can do today. Some ministers, associate pastors, so forth. It's all we can do to get people to come sit in church. Must less have the rigging tight, you know. As far as the home is concerned, keep the ropes tight. Don't let it loosen. There has to be loving what... Uh, we think about faithfulness or work, discipline, where there's compromise and neglect. Everything loosens up, and before long, there's cheating and lying and stealing and immorality. And the home goes to pot. See, you have to keep the rigging tight. As far as my testimony is concerned, got to keep it tight. Honorable. Don't let it loosen up. Some sailor might trip over it. You know what I'm talking about. My outlook needs to be tight. I'm glad that I can say, as far as my country is concerned, I thank God for the country I live in. I live in America. 
But America's falling apart, falling like all the other countries of the world, so to speak. But I tell you, I, the outlook is still bright because I'm not looking, I'm not looking down to the ground, my friend. I'm looking up. My affection needs to be on things above. Now, I tell you, that doesn't mean that we uh, fail as far as my country and I fail to try to do what I'm supposed to do to secure the freedom that's here. We become, we become socialistic. But I tell you, no matter what happens here on this earth, the outlook is still bright for the child of God. That must be kept tight. If not, to get discouraged and defeated. People say, what are we going to do? What are we going to do, brother? Mom? What are we going to do here in the country? We have months and months ago, we have the great oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. What are we going to do? Price of things is going to go up. Brother Mon, you know, the world's going to pot. What do we got? My outlook is tight. <laughs> My outlook is bright. I'm looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, when it comes to if things are not tight, it says in the text, Acts 33, verse 23, it says they could not because it wasn't tight. They couldn't strengthen the mass. They could not spread the sail. All right? No power. Couldn't put the sails up. There's no power. No propulsion through the water. As far as my life is concerned, we think things are not tight in my life as far as those truths of the Word of God is concerned. People nowadays, they don't even believe the Bible is the Word of God. How sad for shape the world like a ship whose rigging is just flopping in the breeze, my friend. Oh, when I become weak, what happens? The last part of verse 23, it says, Then is the prey of a great spoil divided. The lame take the prey. The enemy takes over. I don't want the enemy to take over in your life. Oh, my friend, if ever there's a time that we need to tighten up, it is today. Until next week, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.